Welcome to I'm Feeling Groovy. I'm Alyssa Cohen, and I am here with my friend Brian Alex. Brian is a singer-songwriter who has had a significant and colorful piece of the world pop act entrain since 1993. He's recorded with Missing Persons, Donna Summers, Paula Cole, shared the stage with artists such as Bo Diddley and Bob Ware, been the opening act for Sheryl Crow, Matchbox 20, Huey Lewis, Dispatch, David Crosby, and many more. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Um, <laughs> anyways, it's always uncomfortable hearing stuff like that. I know, but you're anyway. an awesome singer-songwriter. Thank you. And now you write your... So you do love songs, custom love songs, right? I do. I've been doing that probably since about 2000. Yeah. And... Um, do it for engagements, anniversaries, special occasions. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So what do you do? You write songs for people and then you show up and surprise sometimes, people? Sometimes, not always. Um, sometimes you, you know, I'll write them and um, they want me to surprise the per- person. Mm. Had some good surprises over the years. I know. You told me about one really cool one. Um, but yeah, so, so sometimes um, I sing them and send them to the people and mm-hmm. they'll just play them, yep. you know, record them. Uh, but yeah, sometimes doing it in person is freaking awesome. Yeah. Can, we can't swear on something like this, right? Of course we can. Huh, interesting. <laughs> I, don't, I don't swear, I was just, you know, Kate, you never know. All right, so tell me about the one you did where, um, you told me about one recently where there were it was two daughters and they were surprising the father. Oh yeah, I, ma- I made that whole story up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um... All right, so, so when Brian it, and I get together, it's yeah. usually we, like, I think the first time we ever met, it was at the health food store, and we talked for, like, I met you, and two seconds later, we were sitting talking, and it was, like, three or four hours later. We were eating pot chocolates. Yeah, and we weren't really talking <laughs> about anything significant. No, I'm not feeding you those anymore. No, I know, oh my God. <laughs> that was a bad experience. Um, <laughs> yeah, so so those, those um, that, you know, is kooky as it might sound that particular story i probably wouldn't share because that's that's um that love song that i did you know there's a element of um health issues you know yeah so i I like i i don't think they would mind me sharing it necessarily but i all right what's one can you tell me about well you know i had i had a nice one i was playing over in china with uh my buddy alex mcdougall we're in beijing and i got um it's funny because then you know these people, and it's like I don't want to even mention. Right, right. You like don't have to mention names. But at, yeah. but at any rate, um, but there was um, uh, at a maybe it was an this one was an anniversary, but we were playing over in China, and um, this man's wife was from uh, Sydney or from Australia. I think it was Sydney, but she was from Australia, anyways. And uh, we wrote her a song, and uh, I surprised her on Bondi Beach in oh. Sydney, Australia and just flew over for maybe 2 days and uh that was a that was a nice trip. I don't know. Oh. I think surprises can be can be so friggin' awesome. Mm. You know, maybe not always, but yeah. That element of surprise. I think I just surprised something someone with something recently and I can't even remember what it is. So when you write a love song, so do you do it for weddings and stuff and then you just show Yeah, and a lot of, a lot of its engagements I've done them for um various charities and mm. things like that over the years uh sometimes it's not a i was gonna say good but that's such a strange word but it's it's a situation that someone's trying to remedy where um you know men that have done something you know screwed up yeah with their <laughs> wives you know and sometimes that helps and works out and sometimes it doesn't and of course i always know that in advance and let people know that you know, when I get those calls for someone that's made a mistake in life and is hoping hoping to remedy that, um, you know, of course, you know, it's not like a song can fix everything, of course, but, you know, sometimes people hope... All right, wait, have you ever shown up? Like, has someone hired you, you've written a song, and then you've shown up and sang the song to the woman, but you knew while you were singing that she, like, wasn't into it? And that she wasn't gonna like forgive the guy. I don't know because because those <laughs> those type songs, I don't think I've ever sang one in person. Oh really? Yeah. So you just record it. Yeah. Oh. Okay. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's not like it's a good occasion. They're trying right. to remedy if, you know, if they've <laughs> done whatever. You know. Right. 
And uh, and sometimes I don't take those and try to do them. Meaning, if I hear the situation mm-hmm. and it sounds like, oh, this is too far gone. You know, um. it, was, it was interesting because I'm like, holy crap, I just did a, a bunch of these in a row, not where people screwed up. But one of them was, and I shouldn't say, like, you know, it's always a man screwing up or anything like that. Because there was one recently where I can't remember all the specifics of it, but um, it, you know, I, I think they ended up, you know, I think they got a divorce. Meaning uh-huh. things were, I should say it was a marriage, things were, you know, were not going well. And then he did the song and uh, I can't remember the last note. Mm. You know, it's funny in our lives when we get, you know, I'm engulfed, I'm engulfed mm-hmm. with these songs for however long they take mm-hmm. and then you move on to whatever else you have going in your own life that engulfs mm-hmm. you or the next song that engulfs you. So how long does it take you to normally to write a love song? It takes me a while but it's a lot of times that's based on it's not a song I'm writing about an experience it's not my experience it's someone else's story mm-hmm. and with it being someone else's story for me anyways. It's, so they give you all like the details. Yeah of and sometimes life. yeah sometimes people don't want to share the details because mm-hmm. they don't know me mm-hmm. often when they're calling so they don't want to share the details and um because it's personal stuff and sometimes you know it gets to the point as nicely as possible to say you know if we're going to do a personal song you're really going to have to share mm-hmm. more personal details for it to yeah. you know to be pertaining to your mm-hmm. <laughs> your individual situation um so uh and like sometimes i i have you know if someone's not paying me to write a song i have my own idea for a song mm-hmm and it could be my own story and a lot of times you can those are a lot quicker if you mm-hmm. want you know sometimes you may be fine tuning it forever like Leonard Cohen I think wrote Hallelujah mm. and um, I'm pr- fairly sure it took him at least two or three years of revising really it. I'm pretty sure I'd have yeah. to, well I should say I read that God only knows I love that song what the hell the truth is because how would I know but um, I think I think that was a two or three year project to get it as the song we know so it today. So do you get like super OCD and neurotic about it being perfect? Oh yeah, you, and there's no yeah. perfect. I yeah. mean, I don't think, but with creativity, yeah. like at some point yeah. you got to call it done. Well, the, usually things are done when, like, I try not to book anything. Like if you said we have 20th anniversary and we'll book it um, six months in advance, mm. I try not to start till you know close to about a month oh really because i'd rather have the pressure like i i won't say the car company but you know i just did three um three different musical pieces for a a car commercial that Mm. hopefully they'll pick up but for that commercial um it's a really quick deadline just instrumental music so it's not like i'm telling someone's story story. you know what I mean like you gotta get their story and they decide when their story's told right Mm -hmm. you know so um, I love that things like that because it's you know super quick turnaround I'm like yes yeah sometimes I can't obsess yeah Yeah, the The more more time if you give me six months we start six months in advance it's gonna take me six months right just like Michael Jackson's thriller yeah they did about you know Bruce Rudin I'm sure I've said this before the engineer from that record he had said they did about a hundred versions of every song of Michael Jackson's thriller And and the only versions the public ever heard and that we know is either the rough mix, the first mix, or the second mix. Wow. Because he said to Quincy Jones, he says, I think we lost something you know, along the way. So even Quincy Jones, on that record anyways, went trying to perfect things and went, you know, I don't remember if this is true or not, but I thought maybe there was a lawsuit with the record company. But it, you know, of course, it went, went way longer than expected and cost way more than it could have. Because even at that level, they do what I do and so many other people do, do which is um, try to make it perfect. Mm. And a lot of times, you think you're you're trying to improve it. Often you think you're improving it, and you listen back and like, oh, what have I done? Yeah, yeah. I notice you know? that even when I do art and stuff. If yeah. I just go and I'm in the flow and I'm doing it, it's so much better. Once I start to like, maybe I'll do this, and then I get in my head about it and think about it, yeah. then I just I lose it, and mm-hmm. then I get really neurotic about it, and it's not the creative process anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's quick. If you're yeah. like the the car things I was just doing. It was uh, such a quick turnaround, 
And man, was that, it just felt so good. Really? You know, yeah. And these things, I still, I'm still waiting to hear back. Hopefully I'll, I'll hear back soon. But there's still things I'm thinking, oh crap, I could have made that better. Mm. But it forced me to just make decisions and move forward. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. But lo- the love songs are tricky, again, because I have to tell someone's story and they decide if the story is told how they want. And it can be a mm. whole, you know, it, it usually is. It's a back and forth and back and forth. Mm-hmm. And, so is that what you love to do? Is love songs? Like, what's um, your favorite type? Well, of my thing fa- to my do favorite with thing recently was 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 um, the three car commercials. Really? Yeah. That, you so know, just because like it's my favorite. It was my most recent excitement, and it was yeah. you know two days ago. I mean, whenever it was. Yeah. So, um, but I also did a gig with um, as bass player Mike Mixus and a drummer named Benny Benson. And we played at a place I hadn't played in 30 years. And uh, anyways, from the second I walked in, there was this there was this drunk woman going, come on, get it, let's go. Where's the music? You know, there was the first patron, you know, 30 yeah. years in it. And, and when I played there 30 years ago, it wasn't wasn't a you know great experience. But at any rate, yeah. it's funny when things come back around. And uh, I was thinking, it wasn't a great gig in some ways, but but playing with the guys was awesome. And, um, you know, so that was so sometimes live gigs are great. Mm. Um, Key West, I was just down in Key West for a week playing, and that was awesome. Other than I feel in life, I don't know if it's possible to avoid confrontation and tough things that happen. Mm. So, Key West, I always look forward to going down there, and I know there's going to be some drunk people. Well, there. I saw that heckler guy, I think that was, I don't know if that was last year, it was a clip of you, and oh, I actually like y- that, yeah. Guy. <laughs> You yeah. were like singing to yeah. him. I yeah. think it was Rocket Man. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, it's crazy enough because I think people were like, "What the hell?" But I actually liked that guy. Yeah. He was he he was an entertaining yeah. sort of heck. I, he was I like playing out I your song. Yeah, <laughs> I shouldn't even call him a heckler because that one I had fun with. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the crap you run into doing gigs. But music in general, uh, it's, a cra- it's just a crazy obsession. Yeah. Never goes away. So when you say obsession, so how you've been doing this your whole life? Yeah, since have I, you I, ever I, done anything else? Um. Well, have you ever had it like any yeah, other career? I, 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 well, no, but yeah. but I mean, you know, I think I I've pumped gas as a kid. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I think I had a paper route. Yeah. You know, right. you do little things here and there along the way, but. Yeah. But, but you've um, always been how long? So have you been playing music since you were little? Yeah, oh yeah. My dad's a piano player. My mom's a piano player. Well, that's what I was uh, going to ask you. How you got both into my brothers it. are musicians, but really, one of my brothers is still playing now. Uh, he works for Shore Microphones, and uh, he's still obsessed with music. But he's also got a full time job working for a microphone company. You know what I mean? So he's got a balance oh, of yeah. you know normal job yeah. and still doing music. Um, so you've always known that this is what you want to do. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like like stuck is a negative word, I think. Mm. But it's it's like it's like you do, and, and and maybe you can veer off a bit, but I feel like there's just it's it's weird and maybe I could see a therapist and they could tell me what's going on and I would go, <laughs> maybe I'd agree with it. But I feel like uh, you become so engulfed in the music crazy you know i gotta be careful not to neglect other things really oh yeah what do you mean just like like normal life really yeah because to me it's cool like when i so when i meet people who are like living their passion that to me because i've always you know i haven't worked for anybody since i was i don't know 18 i mean i opened a health food store when i was 22 and I've always done the health stuff and you know some form of that like energy healing and health and fitness but and i couldn't imagine doing anything else so but it's always fascinating to me like i love talking to people about the creative process and how they got into that and what you know drives them and like you know really living your passion because to me that's what it's all about like what fills you up you know what what do you live for because the other stuff it's like the day-to-day routine and the drudgery which i've never been able to do but i think 90 percent, or maybe not 90 percent, 80 percent of the population does and that's what like even with this podcast or with anything i do now it's like i want to 
talk to people about like what fills you up what makes you feel groovy what like really fills your soul yeah and it's cool to me that like this is what you've always done and you've been true to this um i just saw i think at least two or things talking about i'm not saying it's true but it may be a, hmm, interesting i'll take a look at that saying that you know the doing uh, doing things in life that you don't want to do, and they were saying the value in that, which was interesting really? to me because I find no value, <laughs> right? No, and that, but that's that's a good thing. Too, but I'm so opinion. the other side. I don't know if that's true, you know. Right, but that might be. Maybe we all get to decide as individuals right. that, oh crap, you know, I need my passion or get the hell out of here yeah well you know? to me like what else is it and i know it's funny a friend of mine just said that she wants she had to do some family thing recently and she didn't want to do it and i said to her then why are you doing it and she said well you know Alyssa, sometimes in life you have to do things you don't want to do and i was thinking really yeah but do you yeah. or is that when you sell out like i don't know no. i i don't know but right because then ultimately you decide and sometimes you may say oh this thing i don't want to do this but i've decided i do want to go and it's important for me to go even though i don't feel like i wanted to you know mm-hmm. there's always right. trying to figure out these different like what scenarios. level of yeah. selling out or you know um not selling out yeah but, right. um, we could even come up with sorry yeah no go ahead we could even come up with like a wake or a funeral Right. Because right, I have right, so right. many of those going on lately. Yeah. And it's not, I don't know if you, we would say, oh my God, it's my passion. I love right, going to wakes. Right. You know, like you I just make that decision. Like, okay, right? that, it's not, that's something I do want to do. It's not something I love, but. Yeah, but but you say, you know, we say, oh, that's Jody. She's really important to us. Right, and we're going right. to go to this and, you know, her mom. Who knows, right? right? So but I imagine th- every day doing something you don't want to do. That's what I don't understand. Yeah. So when I talk to people like you and creative tough. people, and it's like, that's like, what if we all just did what we loved and what yeah. we were good at and what we were like, what a happier world it would be. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, 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 yeah. I feel like. I think, you know. I feel we're. Um, yeah. I have this whole thing where I think we're trying to make everyone into widgets. What do you mean? You know, meaning everyone the same. Oh, totally. Dress, dress the same. Well, we're going to that wedding, right? Well, let me get my suit. Oh, you right. button-down shirt, you said, right? And, you know, it's like we're all going to like... It's like... And you know what? You brought up Steven Tyler earlier. Yeah. And me and Ned Nugent were just talking about him. Just saying that... Uh, uh, you know, if he goes to the wedding with you... <laughs> He's still going to look like Steven Tyler, even right. if you say he dressed a little different. You know, and yeah. I think because he's, he wants his individuality and to show to uh, All right, so I have always loved him. So I've met a lot of famous people, and I've been on TV, and I don't get starstruck, ever. And I don't know why, I just never have. For some reason with Steven Tyler, I've always loved him. And it's not because I love who, I mean, I'm sure, you know, I used to have a crush on him when I was younger, and I'm sure dating him would be a complete nightmare. (laughs) But I love that he's who he is, and that he's original, and that he doesn't give a shit. Like, he is just who he is. Right, and if he does give a shit, Mm -hmm. he's still moving forward with being original, right? Right, totally. You know, meaning because sometimes maybe we are concerned, or I'm concerned about what you think if I'm wearing. But I did, I I knew beforehand you might not like what I was wearing, and I wore it anyways Mm -hmm. because I'm like, fuck, I want to be myself and not worried. You know, right? So it's and it's hard. I think we all care about that to some degree, but it's like. I always just think like if I can get more, the more away from that I can get, the better because yeah. if we're all ah, original. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I have this song. I don't even know. I have various titles for it, but it's a vulgar song. You might have heard it. I, I've got a lot of pushback from people. The one you put on Facebook. Yeah. About the balls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I did it. But the, but part of that is even though I I don't think I really explain it to almost anybody was was just that you know having to like we're talking about clothing sometimes and mm. dressing a certain way because we're going to this friggin wedding and look it's like oh god but um you know part of that sometimes is things you you know taboo you can say this and you mm-hmm. can't say that and it's like but you know when we're not in public you know around around a bunch of people sorry mm-hmm. around a bunch of people that 
we are having conversations that are pretty open, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, but we're still all hung up with sex and all this crazy. Right. So I did this spoof song, you know, that's supposed to be lighthearted and funny. Yeah. And it says super dirty things in it. And of course, like, and I feel like if I did it at a comedy show, people would be more accepting of it. <laughs> but since it's like, wait a minute, you're doing music. You can't, do, it's just, it's weird. But But that's yeah. part of this whole PC, we're so easily offended mm-hmm. you know I, I would include myself because mm-hmm. whatever offends you i can't say oh you shouldn't be offended because right. then that makes people feel well even and it's shittier. like breaking out of the box right yeah. like and even you know like i think of it in my own life like i put myself out there in a certain way years ago is like you know simple as like raw food and teaching yeah. and having this like I don't know, like squeaky clean, but you know, I, it, somehow it was like this wholesome thing. And then I just started doing like this, um, filming this cannabis class. And I've had people actually write me, I haven't oh, even no. put it out yet, Fuck. saying, Why are you doing that? Why yeah. are you, you oh, know? And it's like, tough. yeah. And it's, I always say it's harder to rebrand yourself than yeah. it is when you just branding yourself because yeah. nobody knew who I was back then. So who cared yeah. if I, who cares if I failed? Yeah. Nobody would have known now putting myself on a certain way or doing podcasts and saying certain things, yeah, talking about sex or smoking yeah. pot or whatever it is. But you know, and I think it comes with age too. I mean, I'm 52 yeah. and it's like, right. I don't really give a shit. Like I don't want right. to die with the stuff That's in me I was, that yeah. I want to get out and who I yeah. being authentic and yeah. not going to please everyone. Sometimes possible, you know, we all evaluate what's, good and bad but sometimes what might one one of the benefits of the good of that is oh shit i feel like you're sharing more with me lately and you know what mm-hmm. i've decided i don't like it mm-hmm. like this cannabis stuff you're doing right i don't like it and i think we're gonna part ways because mm-hmm. i don't it bothers me so much how could you do this right and i'm yeah. gonna try to shame you in public yeah. and on facebook and instagram right. and all that shit. <laughs> right. but but it's like i think sometimes when you do that because i always think holy crap if people if most people knew most of what I thought, woo, I'd be running out of friends. Like, like for real. I think about yeah. this very oh, totally. regularly. Yeah. And I think, but at some point, you know, remember Gary Vaynerchuk saying, you know, this woman said, I love you know, him. like, um, three words. You know, he's in a cab and she's outside <laughs> yeah. and she's like, you know, yeah. give me some advice, what motivational three words to get me going on oh, my day. And he goes, he goes, die. you're gonna die. Right? right? <laughs> but hopefully this yeah. isn't distorting as I'm yelling. But, um, but that idea of we're all going to, you know, supposedly, right. and as best we can tell, we're all going to friggin' die. Right. So, And I always think, like, who do I love? Not just, like, watching for entertainment, but who do I respect? And who, and one of them is, you know, I like Gary Vee, but it's, you know, people who are just real and authentic. Yeah. And that's why even my friends, I have weird, bizarre, different kinds of friends because, yeah. you know, that's what makes me happy. And it fills me up. They're not the status quo. Um. I wish I had this clip. I save a lot of things. God only knows where it goes now. But Gary Vaynerchuk, I'm pretty sure, you know, he talks to kids, adults, mm. colleges, Fortune 500 companies. And the, the it, best I remember, the kid was really young. Mm. You know, he's giving a talk. I don't know if it's in elementary, but it looks super young. 13 would still be super young to me. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. you know, early teen. I don't know. And, and I don't want to say the wrong thing if I remembered this wrong. But I remember that day thinking, how old was that person you know asking the question there were two of these things but he was he's swearing up a storm and i'm like what wow (laughs) even in front like he's and then a woman had said to him an adult woman had said you know brought up that she didn't like him swearing Mm. and i love that he didn't it didn't turn into this whole i'm mad at you now and you're mad at me and we're going to keep going back and forth Mm -hmm. he was just so awesome in that he was just saying i feel like something to the extent where everybody loses if i'm not authentic yeah because because i'm gonna have to pretend i'm not who i am and i'd rather be who i am and you can take the message or not you know and i like that idea because it's like you know how much are we willing to bend for other people you know um, and you're not going to please any, everybody anyway. I know. Right? I With mean, Whitney it's Houston. cliche, but, you yeah. know. Right. I was thinking when Whitney Houston passed away, and, they were, you know, we were posting a lot of clips of her singing years ago. I was thinking, holy, sh-, you know, man, could she sing? Yeah. And uh, and she still had a lot of haters. You could mm. say, well, if I, I'm going to sing. One day I'm going to sing as good as Whitney Houston. Everybody will know it. All right. There's no, there's no getting around, it seems. 
People friggin', mm-hmm. you know, oh my God, did you hear what Alyssa said? She Sure, she sings like Whitney Houston, but I hate her and I hate her music. Right. And, and she's doing this thing on cannabis and, you know. Yeah. So it's weird with trying to be authentic to yourself. And yeah, it seems like you can, maybe even you will, maybe, lose people along mm-hmm. the way. Because they, f- they find out you're outspoken on mm-hmm. this or that. And they're like, what the heck? Yeah. It's a weird time with all that because... Um, because of social media and stuff. Yeah, and we see it. Maybe it's always been there. Yeah. But we see it so much. And um, it's, you know, some people say, oh, this stuff doesn't get to me and yeah. build a thicker skin. And I think, I don't think I believe many, many you know. I don't know. I should so, say, right, I don't know so if, that's, you, if that's the truth. Do you anyways. think you're authentic? No. Really? No. <laughs> not at all. I should say not at all. That wouldn't be accurate. But only so much so because... What I find a lot on social media is you post something, mm. and of course I'm exaggerating, but I'll say, oh, I like kitty cats. Mm. Oh, you're a Trump supporter. <laughs> you're an Elizabeth Warren supporter. You're a monster. And I'm like, wait a minute, I posted a cat picture, <laughs> right. and I said I love kitty, you know, not that I've done this, right? right. But, so, but, but I'll post something, I'm like, how did we get from that to... You hate me because I like Bernie Sanders, and, right, you know. And, right. You know, so I feel like, and also too, no matter what, even if things don't go that weird or route with politics, if I'm posting something about music, mm. and all of a sudden people are getting on all this stuff about politics, I'm like, mm. what is going on? But um, I feel it's a bad place to go for advice, even though I, I, I don't mean you can't get great advice on social media mm. but meaning mixed in with that advice is you know hope you die in your sleep you're a right. monster <laughs> um you know you stole money from me in seventh grade i've never forgiven oh, yeah. you. like it's just yeah. the shit that comes out of the woodwork all right so let me ask you a question mm-hmm. what's one thing that you ha- what's something authentic that you have never shared with anybody oh i can't tell you <laughs> Come on. Kill me in my sleep. <laughs> Um, well, I you've like say, want, thought about putting out there, but have hesitated for you know judgment or lack of better. Well, most most of the things I think I don't I don't post because because when I when I post a little bit of what I'm really thinking, mm. and I mean, you know, three percent, mm. probably not even that, of what I'm really thinking about things, um, I'll get all these weird responses, and mm. I'm like, what? This is fucking what a weird world this is. Yeah. But for me. I have this whole thing where I think we don't know for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, we repeat, you know, I shouldn't say we, because, you know, I can't include you in that. But meaning, and, and, and I should say it this way. A lot of the things that I, I see other people doing, mm-hmm. like for sure, I, I think I'm doing the same things, but to different degrees. Mm. And I'll see people post an article and, and, and talk about everything in it like it's a fact. And I and that's my big like. Are you crazy? You have no idea. We are so removed from some of these big things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know where some of the um, there's so many of these things, but that I find we just repeat. You know, mm-hmm. New York Times tells us something, we just repeat it. It's mm-hmm. a fact. And I'll look at it, and I'm like, where do you see any facts in there? Unnamed source. You know, I saw this thing today, you know, whistleblower. It's never it's never an individual mm. attached to anything that you can talk. It's just, I shouldn't say never. That's obviously, of course, not true. But um, so I find that with a lot of the things, you know, and, and also with equations. This, this equation, see, I made this equation work. And it means all that. Mm. Wait, that means all this stuff? Like, And I think there's too much of that that goes on. And so much... Um, um, and I also think like truth is a strange thing for me. Like, how, how do you prove what's true? Yeah, you don't. I always think that, too. Like, like that's why I always say... Like, or when I teach, I always say... Or just when I'm talking to people, I always say... So this is what I think. Yeah. And this is how I feel. You know? And I, because I, I hate, I always say to people, like, don't shit me. I won't mm. shit on you. Don't shit on me. Right? Because 
you don't know. You don't know how I'm feeling. And, and who, yeah. who knows what the truth is? It might be the truth for you, sure. but that doesn't mean it's the truth for me. Yeah. So, And I think if you say, well, this is how I feel and this is what I think, then nobody yeah. can really argue with that. Right. Right? It's not like this is what is. Right. But I, I see a lot of this is what is. Yeah. Oh, totally. Oh, and you don't agree with me? Right. How about you're a freaking monster <laughs> if you don't agree with me? Like, I see that. That I see all day long yeah. on social media. Yeah. You know, if I, and the whole, like some of the phrases, you know, even the word trigger triggers me now. Like, mm. like some of the phrases of, that I think are ridiculous to say are, you got to educate yourself. Okay, well, why don't you, you let me know where the right education is? Like, who's right? What, you know, is it Stanford? Like, oh, you're from Spain? So somewhere over there, like... Who the hell is is right? I, I feel like if there was any possibility when someone had said, I don't remember who, you know, all truths are valid. Mm. You know, and truth is an individual thing. And sometimes the older I get, the more I think, you know, to get to a truth, um, you know, my mom's made a lot of cookies and meals for my nieces. I'm I'm, I'm, is, you know, I'm pretty sure that's true. Beyond that, you know, what the heck's going on in the Middle East, mm. how these conflicts start, and God forbid the government telling, you know, I just saw this thing, Freedom of Information Act, Washington Post, I believe it was, which is also owned by Jeff Bezos, which is, that, that's, that's its own interesting ball of wax mm. to me too. But, um, Bezos, however you pronounce it, but they just released this thing where they said, um, Afghanistan, and obviously I'm going off on all these crazy tangents, yeah. but Afghanistan and the Freedom of Information Act, you know, and again, this is reportedly showed all these things where Afghanistan was nothing like the government was selling it as, mm. and it was a mess, and the people over there thought it was a mess. So you find out years later that, wait a minute, you mean to tell me they were lying to us, right? And the the best part about that was, if that story was true, if the Freedom of Information Act stuff is true and all this, it showed that through, you know, if you said, well, hey, you know, I'm a Republican. Had we been in office, things would have been different. Hey, I'm a Democrat. Had we been in office, things would have been different. And it showed that across Democrats and Republicans, the exact same mm. crap went on. That powerful people you know, oftentimes are full of crap. Mm -hmm. And even if they don't realize they're full of crap, that idea where we did it for your own good, that's why we were saying, because mm. we felt it was just to be in Afghanistan. And we lied through all these, in, you know, through the different administrations, Democrat or Republican, for your own good. Yeah, maybe that is the truth. But, you know, we didn't get to decide what was the truth, you know. Mm -hmm. But it leads me to the George Carlin thing where, you know, it goes so beyond Democrat and Republican. It's it's way beyond that. Anyways, mm -hmm. I'm on a tear. And yeah. All right. Let's get off politics. Yeah. So what? Um. Tell me one like crazy thing you've like at your gigs or like that you have seen lately, or like crazy um, thing that you've seen like even years well, ago I, when you I used to travel. Chickens on stage with me in Key West. <laughs> that was a little. Oh yeah. Yeah, they just kind of <laughs> do what they want to do. Uh, kooky things. Yeah, like so even something years ago. On stage. Um, like, tell me a cool story. I don't, you know, now that you have me on the spot, I don't know if I, I have one. I, I do remember one time we were touring around doing festivals with Entering, and um, I had one of those, you know, we're driving through the night from somewhere to somewhere. Maybe mm. this festival was in Vermont. Maybe we we're coming from Jersey. I don't remember. But I remember. We arrived there. We've had various vehicles, Winnebago's, buses, you know. And we arrived there. Uh, and, you know, of course, everyone's always falling asleep driving, whether it's, you know, roadies, road managers, band members. But um, we're pulling up, and I'm thinking, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing? This is a ridiculous way to live life, you know, <laughs> really? driving through the night. Yeah, it is ridiculous. Yeah. Like the no sleeping thing, mm. sleeping in vehicles because you're falling asleep, you got to pull over. It's ridiculous. And um, it was definitely one of those mornings. I'm like, what? You know, you're not showered. You're just a freaking mess. 
you know, of course I love music. Mm. And that doesn't mean it's not hard. Yeah. Freaking knuckleheads that don't like me here and <laughs> that, you know, I can't, I, that is, I can't, have the, don't have the right to say it's also hard at times. But, um, so we're going, uh, so it's this backstage area. And in the mid, you know, in the middle of my mind being like, you know, pulled up, get out, go backstage. You know, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's food everywhere. And I'm thinking, you know, I can't, I don't know if I can do this stuff anymore. And um, David Crosby comes up to me and he's like, blah, blah, blah. I really enjoyed the show as I've been watching you on these festivals we've been doing. And um, it was an awesome, like, ding. You know, for me being in that mode of what am I doing with my life? Oh, that's cool. And then um It was kinda like confirmation or yeah, something. Yeah, and it was just so. it was just a nice thing, you know, whether you know, whatever reasons these things anything in life happens, I have mm. no freaking idea. But it was a nice thing in the midst of feeling, you know, how long can I do this? And sometimes I, I see other performers like Mick Jagger, I think he might have had some heart stuff recently. Mm. But um I would think he's a lot older than me. I'm 53, and I think before he did had that hard stuff or whatever his health stuff was, he was running around stage like a nut. Mm. And at 53, I'm like, how does he do that? Really? Even like, yeah, I just don't understand. I know. Yeah. I don't think everyone his age can do that. Oh yeah, no. Like, cause he's also can't just be winning. He's got to sing. Even if yeah. you say he's not Whitney Houston, he's still got to sing. You oh know, yeah. Who's your favorite performer? Do you have one? I mean, that must uh, be well, hard. I'm sure you have a bunch. I think as far as live performers who's like kicking ass, um, well, there's a one band, uh, Wolfpack. As far as like funky rhythm stuff, that's really nice. Mm. But as far as just doing it all, whether it's entertaining, singing, playing, um, I'd say Bruno Mars. Maybe, my, really? maybe by a long mile. Just because meaning oh. if you had... Janet Jackson, like, I don't like that. You know, let's get 60 people choreographed. That's not very individual mm. to me. You know, we're all going to do the same damn dance every night, right? And um, uh, and she's also not like a Whitney Houston or a Bruno Mars great singer, you know, mm. even though I think she's kind of awesome in some ways. So I think um, he can sing fantastic and dance fantastic and play all these instruments and write Mm. songs that even if you say well I don't like them but a lot of people love his songs mm. you know so um, I think he's yeah he's I mean I can't think of any any anyone mm. oh uh, I can't think of this guy's name I can picture him uh, <laughs> say hey I love you I can't think of the guy's name oh I'll be going. Today. Not I'll Michael Fronte. Yeah. Oh, Michael Fronte. I think he's a I great performer. I saw him last performer. year. Oh yeah, my God, he's so great. Yeah, what the heck? Just because his message is love, yeah. you know? It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I love him. Yeah. It was really cool. I saw him outside in Portsmouth. I think it was like a couple summers ago, actually, and he just yeah. brings everyone together because his message is so about love and, yeah. and, you know, joy and connection. He's touring with Kenny Chesney coming up, which is is this, you know, uh, you know, not that it's not awesome, mm. and it's also slightly peculiar because I'm like, holy sh! I mean, that's a, it's a different, you know, one's considered it's straight up, country. not straight up, but kind country, of straight up country, yeah. and he's not that no. at all, no. really. Yeah, you know, so but he's just such a good live performer. I would think it would make for a freaking awesome show. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want him opening for me, you know, because he's just it's unbelievable. It's like Van Halen opened for Sabbath in '78 when Van Halen one came out, and Ozzy said that's why he quit Sabbath. Really? Because those guys were young on fire, and he was like, "We're like tired and getting older," and you know. All right. So, what's one thing that you want to do before you die? Like, do you have something on your bucket list that, like, you have to do? Like, I some think big thing. I'd like to feel better. Really? Yeah, I'd like to feel like, um, you know, my Aunt Janet had said recently um, something to the effect, you know, of, oh, I, I wish I was young again, mm. you know? And it's funny when you're a kid and you don't know these things. I remember me and my two brothers we're maniacs, like like three little kids. Mm. 
who doesn't have tons of energy? Like it's gotta be at least half or more of little kids have yeah. crap loads of energy. And then you get older. I'm not saying you, I should say I get older. Mm. And I don't have that energy I used to. You know, I had a heart attack years ago. Mm. And um, I'd love to feel like when I do basic things in life and feel tired, I wish wish I didn't. And sometimes mm. I'm like, I think, I don't know if I'm ever going to feel, you know, play. I'll play doubles tennis with some friends. Mm. And they're not winded at all. Oh. And I'm like, holy crap, am I winded from not doing much? And I think, man, I wish, I'd love to not feel like this again. Mm. But I don't know if I... I don't know if I'll ever... You've done a lot of stuff. Like, I remember you told me you were... You actually were doing a raw food diet for like yeah. a year, year and a half or something. Yeah. So you've done a lot of different yeah, and the diets o- and energy sure. stuff. The older I got, the like the, the less I felt I know, mm. for sure. Which is that... Um, how do you, you know, meaning, you know, I don't want to get in specifics of family members, but mm. I think you already know, like, my whole family, heart attacks, mm. you know? Yeah. So, you know, can you say, boy, if you had only stayed on that right. raw food forever, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, maybe. Yeah. If you had only gone vegan forever. Mm. Maybe, you know, who kn- I, I, You right. know, I think this people I would perceive as intelligent that can make a case either way sure. for yeah. for well, just about any diet. Themse- right. People have healed themselves of all Yeah. You know, I sure. like I right. do raw food right. and I right. you know, I know people have healed themselves of everything, but then you talk to other people who right. are macrobiotic mm. or, you know, Ayurvedic and you know. And I could say Right. Ways. I could say, I'm doing this macrobiotic thing, changed my life, healed me. Yeah. And then you go on it. And you feel like right, crap. Right, right. Yeah, definitely. And you're like, well, and I'm, you know, if, if I'm that unaware, and I go, oh, you got to stick to it. Right. And, and maybe it's never going to work for right, you. Because right. I still think there's a possibility that we are that individual that mm-hmm. worked for me, may not work for you. And that thing you had with all that anger where, uh, you know, you're, someone stole your dog as a kid and you're mm-hmm. still pissed at whatever oh, it totally. is. Oh, totally. For me, it's all mental and yeah, emotional. So, and then it manifests in your body as yeah. the physical stuff. Right, but so, it starts there. For right. it, I, That's my belief. So I get you on this macrobiotic thing, mm-hmm. but I, I also got rid of the anger about my school teacher stabbing me in the back with a pen, <laughs> right? So it's like maybe that's why it worked for me. Like I think, right, right. I think um, you know, and maybe this is at times, of course, a a fault of mine which is i think sometimes we just don't know even though like we love to sell people on mm-hmm. even with um just with everything you know with vaccines everyone's an expert yeah you can't you, you better not even bring up vaccines online even if you say oh there was a study done and this one may not be said that one may not be as safe as the other one we're gonna kill you like right. it's it's just I don't know what happened to mm-hmm. humans. Yeah, and you've done a lot of different energy healing things. I remember you and I went to Rob Oregon, mm-hmm. and you uh, remember that mm-hmm. night that, and you were like feeling your hands. Yeah, like, yeah. You were sitting there after your same thing happens hands. with Ellen. Really? Yeah, oh yeah. But then you said it hadn't happened for years since yeah. you were doing what was Chando Sunbop? It was a Korean. What is that? Uh, chanting movement and meditation. Oh, okay. And um, I don't even know if they're around anymore. Mm. But um, I did that maybe about seven years. And that wow. was, they were in Malden, they were in the South End on Hanover Street. So you've done a Boston. ton of stuff. Yeah, and the funny thing like is, stuff. I feel like it, it's a mind beep, you know. <laughs> if you do all that stuff and you have a heart attack? Mm. Because then it's like I don't. That doesn't make any sense. How could I have a heart attack? You know, so that it's it's just more of a you know mind beep. Well, I think yeah, I think that's what happens to people. Like oh, I was doing the work and this still happened. Right, and then it's we're like, all at different levels, and there's all like you don't know exactly like what the stuff is you came in with and yeah. what the lessons are, the issues that you need to work through, and yeah. yeah. Um. For some reason, it popped into my head again. Yeah. You said, um, "You said, what would you say that you haven't said before?" Oh yeah. It's you know one one of the things that I was looking at recently that I posted on a fake Facebook, which I don't think anybody picked up on it. Because a lot of times I don't want to let people know what I think. But I'm like, holy crap! On the NASA website, 
to have this this you know just a one page and it's like everything's more fantastical than than the story before it and it was like you know um this this thing they discovered it's a fact which you know i'm like oh god <laughs> it might be but they said it's it's a uh, you know 5.7 billion light years away might be and they said um it's millions of degrees right and i think holy crap 100 degrees and we're hot <laughs> i think steel i don't remember steel may melt it you know at 2000 degrees or something right but it's millions of degrees there it's 5.7 or something like that billion light years away right um they know it's millions of degrees, not even thousand degrees. It has to be millions of degrees. And they said, for you know, another thing that was in there because I was joking with someone about this. And they said it was trillions of suns, right? So like, they put all these like bullet points. Yeah, you know, billions of light years away, um, millions of degrees, and trillions of suns, <laughs> right? Trillions of suns, and um, and so that's. So things like that, I think to myself, you may be, you may have figured that out dead on. I know you're presenting it like you figured it out dead on, but um, I don't just look and go, "Wow, this is amazing! Mm. They found this another black hole, and look what it's doing!" And it's 5.7 billion light years away. So I think there's so many things beyond, you know, a local news story where you know mm. firemen got a cat out of a tree, <laughs> and I think, uh, you know. It's it's all. I don't repeat it as a fact as 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 they and so many others presented to. Mm. I and I think it's it's wild to me that we read those things and we present Just it. Believe. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it. They might be right. Right. But we have no experience of our own to know it's true. Right. Yet we talk about it. You and I are similar like that. Like I always say, and you know, you have to have an opinion at some point. I think, but. And sometimes I feel like I can be kind of wishy-washy saying, like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know about that. But even though, like, you know, again, with the raw food or the healing or whatever I'm doing, and, like, I know it to be true because it's helped people, but what do I know? I could die and God could be like, you know, you were supposed to be eating rocks. Yeah. Like, okay, I don't know. Like, I'm doing the best I can and this is what I believe in the moment. Like, I don't know if it's the truth. It's the truth for me. Right. But... Right, and can we have, and, and are you okay with us having different truths? Right. Like if I tell you, yeah, I'm eating rocks. Right. And you're like, whoa, <laughs> you know, like, are you okay with me eating rocks? Because right. I feel like the differing of opinions in general lately is unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't think like me, right? I just told you it's 5.7 billion light years away. You're, are you questioning that? Right. Now I'm pissed at you. Mm-hmm. And that's weird to me. Like, why are you pissed? It's disrespectful. Like, right, there's so right. many. I know. It's p- very peculiar. I mean, it's a, this shit goes through my mind every day. Mm. And I think when you're sure and you figured all this stuff out, you know, plenty of my friends are sure things. Yeah. And they have a variety of educations. Mm-hmm. But they're sure of, you know, some of my Republican friends, some of my Democrat, Democrat friends, some of my just, just college schooled friends. Mm-hmm. And they have things very figured out Mm. and i think yeah to me like very little is the truth and in a good way i'm saying that in a good way because i believe you create your reality 100 percent. most people don't believe that i get it but i I literally believe 100 percent. you create your reality good and bad so if that's the truth then everything that i know and i experience that i believe is just for me Mm -hmm. it's not the same for everyone else yeah so right, and are I you can't okay? Call it the truth for everyone. Right, right. Are you okay? You know, I have a different truth, which right. is blah 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 right. blah. And are you okay with that? And for some reason, I feel we're we're not we're not okay. Yeah. With, you know, if you if you, what do you mean you're concerned about giving your daughter the MMR vaccine? Why would you be concerned? I'm getting pissed at you just talking about right. this. You know, like this. Uh, it's just weird. Mm-hmm. To me, it's weird. Yeah. To other people, no, to me just go weird, along. So. And the, the funny thing is, too, is when we just trust that, you know, big farmers got mm-hmm. all this figured out. And I mean all of it. I mean, oh, this right. particular vaccine. I don't know. I mean, and of course, it's your kids. Mm-hmm. Do whatever the hell you want. Right. Like, what right. the hell? Yeah. But I think to myself, so many people are wild online with, with stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I, I And I think to myself, too, I know you think you have it all figured out about vaccines, mm-hmm. I, one way or the other, but I'm like, 
You don't freaking know. Yeah. No. Like like you're you're on Facebook. You're you're an accountant or something. Like yeah. you, you you have no experience right. giving out these shots and right. you know. You and I always get back to the subject, I think, because we're similar like that. Yeah. So all right, let me ask you what a typical day is for you. And I hate when people ask me this question. Just like, <laughs> I don't know why I'm asking you this because I don't have a typical day. Like I have my morning routine. I get up, I meditate, I walk my dog, I go to the gym. After that, like the day could take any turn. Yeah. But do you have a typical day? Um, well, one thing I've been doing lately is I, I have, you know, uh, kidney stones run in my family. Mm. And those friggin' suck. Mm. Those are painful. Yeah, and you could say Louise Hay would say, "Well, it's because of emotions." <laughs> tend to, you know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, maybe I don't know. Yeah. Can't remember what she says about it, but <laughs> you know, my family's like kidney stone making factories, mm. and um, when those come and go, and I've had an operation for one before, and mm. the operation's pretty unpleasant. Mm. It's called a ureteroscopy. But at any oh, rate, yeah, that sounds fun. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> oh, that's a whole story. But, uh, you know, I've been in a lot of pain from that lately. Mm. Um, and, you know, my family in general, there is no time that we don't have kidney stones. Wow. You know, we, we, you know, maybe you have a minute because you had an operation or you have a lithotripsy mm-hmm. and they're gone for a minute. But generally, certainly within six months to a year, I, I, you know, it just happened to my mom. It was amazing the, mm. the, the, time, the turnaround from procedure to... Oh, surprise you have new ones wow you know so um those you know i used to exercise pretty regularly Mm -hmm. and when in pain like this man it's tough to get to the gym Mm. probably still should be going but it's tough and you could say well let's do some stuff outside in this weather you know i don't have a dog which may force me outside but this weather in the cold um i'm not getting outside so I used to, that was one of the things I would do is exercise, you know, mm. pretty regularly, like like you've done at the zone. Yeah. And um, and um, so that's kind of out the window. So I'm trying not to eat as early now. Like, I feel like I feel better if I'm not eating mm. the, oh, you know, let's go to the zone. We're going to exercise and we're going to eat six small meals a day and all that mm. stuff. I feel it seems better for me to eat less you know and who knows we'll talk in a year or two and that'll be different but um so uh, so you know i helped my mom a bit of Mm. course because like what friggin son would have a mom getting on in years and not Mm. be helping her like but i don't know i don't even i don't even i don't even i don't consider it so sweet because it would be pretty insane yeah you know if like what i think if your parent is remotely decent mm. and they need your help maybe to, you know maybe you don't want to bathe them maybe it gets to be too much in certain ways but in general you know holy crap i would mm. think we're compelled to help them if they're yeah, in but need. not everyone feels i mean you you are sweet like that because not everyone does feel like that i bet lots of people do though i don't know yeah. i don't have any With statistics <laughs> but you know so you know, there's some regular things with her, and uh, and I love seeing her. You know, she didn't ha- need help with mm. things. I love seeing her and spending time with her. Anyways, you know, she's That's a Hallmark cool. Channel yeah. addict, <laughs> so we watch Hallmark together on Sundays. But um, do you play music every? Yeah, day? so there's there's a lot of music stuff going on mm. always, and uh, and like I said, the most exciting thing was whatever that was two or three days ago. Yeah, ta da! You know, we're gonna replace uh, some music for car company i won't mm. say what car company is and what do you have and that was that was awesome really you know just because shazam you got to create something in a flash yeah so that was awesome but um it's it's so much is is um music related it's mm. you know even again maybe even to a fault maybe it's abnormally do you play fixated. music a lot with friends like do you have a lot of friends close friends who are musical no really no wow no i just uh you know, of course, you know, like any most musicians, I should say, people hire me to do gigs. Yeah. And you play with other people. But you don't like you go yourself. at night, like hang out on the weekends and play music with friends? No. Oh, wow. Well. well, that's interesting. No, okay. never. <laughs> never. Wow, really? Yeah. Is So is that like, you don't like to do that? Or is it well, just, does it well, feel like a job, like work? Um, 
you know, so if I'm playing with people, it's because someone's paying us. Oh, okay. Right? <laughs> and um, I like to, you know, play for people by myself, you know, if we're hanging out, like me and some friends. Um, like there's a specific group of friends we've gotten together a lot, mm. and I'll just sit around playing, and that, you know, that's awesome because yeah. so much of my music happens alone mm. that's not always so awesome like yeah. just to be alone doing music sure that's not it's not like a dream oh my dream would be all day long never interact with another human and right. just play music like that's life life's peculiar to me if if you're not having that mm. in, you know human interaction sure. and connection but you are the one playing they're not playing with you no I, and and i can't say that I don't think I spend a lot of time, you know, with other humans in general. Mm. You know, certainly regularly with my mom. Mm. Uh, but but downtime, maybe I'd say it that way, right? Yeah. Because meaning, like I got a couple gigs on the vineyard this weekend. Mm. And that'll be playing with a bunch of people for a couple of days and we'll be interacting. And, yeah. you know, at times, you know, the commute sometimes is a doozy, but at times that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. And then you get home and I don't, I don't, not going to, you know, I'll get home Sunday, and a lot of Sundays I would see my mother and. Yeah. You know. Then I, I imagine you need downtime after that. Yeah, and I just. Uh, That's like what I do. I mean, I work in spurts, and when I do yeah. a lot, where I'm oh, like yeah, with people. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, and then I then need, I need my yeah. space. I can't talk to anyone. Right. I don't want to talk on the phone. I don't, and I do spend a lot of time alone because of the way I work. You know, it's like in spurts, yeah. all or nothing. Yeah. Right, and, and then you got to regroup yourself too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or recharge. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let me ask you, what fills you up besides music? I mean, uh, I assume it's music, but sometimes, um, you know, when you find yourself in a moment where you're feeling grateful and appreciative, mm-hmm. and you could just say, "Well." Just be grateful all the time. Just work on being off. Oh, we fuck off with that shit. Like when we're telling people, you know, do this, do that, don't do. Th-. You know, it's like, oh, cut the shit. Mm-hmm. So um, sometimes, you know, I know we could say, well, you know, we'll feel better if we're grateful more often, right? Yeah, of course we'll feel better if we're grateful more often. But when it comes, when it's coming on its own, mm-hmm. is an awesome thing because my mom does that stuff a lot, and I get it a little bit from her. Mm-hmm. Just you'll see the weather, and you're like, oh my god. And if you can savor that for a mm. while, not not even trying. If you want right. to try, that's fine too. But when you can really feel, yeah, it. It, it it's like it's a beautiful day. It's a sunny day, um, and sometimes those basic. Sometimes food, like today, mm. um, there's a place called Vidalia's in Beverly Farms, and they have tomatoes, like tomatoes tasted, you know, that your mom would grow as a kid or mm. something. Because tomatoes have no flavor. Right. Maybe you buy, like most people don't. No, I only like tomatoes from a garden. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't they, even they, buy they them. They're just store. ridiculous and don't yeah. taste like anything. No scent, no flavor. Yeah. But this place, the woman used to own a farm. Mm. And she, uh, she'll, uh, t- like today they had, like you could say, you know, they, they made pizza and you could say, oh, so pizza's good for you? I'm not saying pizza's good for you, but this thing was a work of art. I mm. took a picture, and I don't think the picture would do it justice. I was shocked. The tomatoes, they'll do heirloom tomato pizzas, mm. and uh, I don't know what might I don't know what tomatoes was on it, but it was just nuts. And so sometimes it's, you could say, "Well, that's not art." Like you said, you like my art. Yeah, oh, like to your me, art. it totally yeah. is. Yeah, you and I are foodies, yeah. but oh, yeah, it's, it's like really good, yeah. fresh it's, food. It's amazing. And yeah. the funny thing is, you could say. But you're not selling me on that pizza's good for you. And of course I'm not. It was still such art. And it tasted, you know, and I... um, But you know what's funny about that? Let me interrupt you. Like, even though I'm into, like, food, you know, health food and raw, and I teach people how to be vegan, for me, like, when when somebody appreciates food like that or anything, but it's like when you're in the moment of joy and like ecstasy and you're in that like oh my god this is so good and like every part of your being you you know you're sensing it with all five senses right it's like 
that to me is more nourishing and healing yeah. than forcing yourself like white knuckling yeah. it like no i have to be raw or i have to right. be and vegan I'm or I have, to. and i'm supposed to because yeah. that causes more stress in your body and it's not yeah. fun and that's yeah. not the way to live like yeah. that's like you know when i said what fills you up like yeah, yeah good food like that yeah, nourishes you on things. every level yeah. not just nutritionally yeah. But like the senses, you can see it and it's smell crazy. it. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, that place in general. And it's funny too because I got, you know, okay, I'll just say this quick because I, I don't mean maybe running out of time. But so I was leaving. I'd already eaten like everything they had. Yeah, okay. I'll <laughs> I see. know you've texted me from oh, there crazy, a few times. Crazy. You, must, you yeah. must spend a lot of time there. <laughs> So, but but today I'm leaving. I'm literally, I'll see you guys. Pretty sure I had the door open. And I'm like, out the door. And I look back and I see this new tray. They put it on a tray. It's not in a pizza sheet of pizza. And I, I you know, I don't even, I'm not sure what it is. I'm like, what's that? And I walk back in and I see it. I'm like, oh my God. Now, I finished eating. Not hungry. Shouldn't eat any more food. I bought three pieces. They're huge, right? <laughs> And um, and um, I texted my friends Chris and Lisa. I think you know them. Yeah. And um, I don't know where Chris was. I don't think I've heard back from him yet. But I heard back from Lisa, and I gave her one of the pieces. And she also was like, "Holy shit! Are really? you kidding? Like, because the tomatoes, they burn. You oh, eat wow. them and like, because they oh, roast yeah. them first, then put them on the piece. Oh, yeah. Crazy. <laughs> but um, and it's funny too. I realized too, like talking about it, I get excited and happy again. And I realized too that. I feel like I can also switch in a hurry as well because I had a morning that I was thinking, I was leaving there and I was thinking, wow, I'm so lucky to be alive. And again, mm. not, oh, let's push, let's practice our gratefulness. Right. To, it was just naturally occurring, mm -hmm. which isn't bad if you want to practice it too. Yeah. But I loved that it was naturally occurring. I was thinking, what, oh my God, things that couldn't be any better right mm. now. I was so happy. That's cool. Then... I'm not going to get into specifics what it was because it was with someone else. Something went wrong for someone, mm. you know, important person to me. And now I'm sad, I'm pissed, I'm, you know, mm. stressed. And it's amazing sometimes that, you know, oh, but just think positive and everything will be magical again. You know, it, it was awesome that I had that moment of, this is wonderful, I feel so mm. good. And the dichotomy of, oh, yeah. Things can turn on a dime if I give you some really bad news. You don't have to um through right. it. Like if you want to, you know, you're pissed. And if you, you know, yeah. maybe you have to yell or something. Right. Well, you know, I always say, like for me, my belief is there. there's no negative emotion. So when yeah. people say like, don't get mad, don't uh, get angry, it's a Jesus. negative emotion. Like I feel yeah. like that's the old Eastern yeah, philosophy. Yeah, we're, kill we're killing ourselves doing that. Yeah, and, and I don't really think that's true. I think any emotion can be negative. Like love can be negative if you're suppressing it. So for me, a negative emotion are emotions that you suppress. Yeah. But emotions that you express like anger or rage or, yeah. you know, you express it cleanly. You know, you don't dump on people, but you, you know, whether it's writing a hate letter or right, you know, you get it out or you go into meditation and talk to, you know, have your higher self talk to their higher self or however you get it out. It, emotions that are expressed yeah. are positive. Right, negative emotions yeah. can be, you know, even yeah. happiness and joy and love can be negative if you're suppressing them. So, and it's not yeah, real. pushing away. Yeah. Right? Like, and especially real. too, because you could say, well, why would why would anybody push away, you know, happiness or love or, you know, like fear of something, sure, right? Yeah. And we get to decide what we're afraid of, yeah. of course. But, um, but the ones that I think jump out for me are, um, well, you can't be angry. Mm -hmm. That's unsightly. It's unseemly. Or right. You know, you can't be, or you can't it's be not sad. spiritual. Yeah, you can't be sad. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, and I think to myself, man, are we beep each other, like we're screwing right. each other up. Right. Playing those games mm -hmm. to, to, oh, just think, like, mm -hmm. ooh, you know, I think yeah. we've, you know, there's been a lot of taking part in that, the ideas of, of those, mm -hmm. you know, the bad emotions. Well, right. oh, and, and I'll talk you out of it. Oh, you're mm -hmm. down today? Ha ha, let me, I'm going to tell you some jokes and I'll mm -hmm. snap you out of it, you know. Mm -hmm. And I feel like maybe you need to sit with this because right. if, I, if we try to pretend it's not there. Yeah, there's it, something it, in that. Yeah, it if may you come can back go and, into it. Yeah, may then, come back and fucking haunt yeah, us. Yeah, it's going to keep coming up. We'll yeah, deal with and that, yeah, that thing of things keeping coming up in life. I'm, yeah. 
it's a, that's a work in progress yeah. in general, you know. All right, yeah. so are you working on any songs right now that we can hear? Or are there any songs that you want us to um, hear today? Since, oh, geez, Since I don't the know. natives are getting restless, my dog. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, <laughs> I'm going to play uh, just a tiny bit. Yeah. Tiny bit of one. Okay, cool. It's one you, you might already know, though, anyways. Yeah. But it's just, um, you can hear this on Kenny Chesney's No Shoes Radio. <laughs> it's an oldie but a goodie. For 40 days and for 40 nights and rain down on me And I've been looking, I've been searching but I still couldn't find my lover, my baby Ask your brother to find a sheet to come around that grocery store But he said, well we don't mean to disappoint you but your lover don't come around here no more that's okay, anyway, I'm saying na 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 Anyway Na 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 I gotta find my baby mm, Anyway, I hadn't seen the sun for it seemed like a year But I keep singing a song, hoping someday it soon she'll appear Either way, I'm gonna mosey down and move on my way Because I'm lonely tonight, hoping someday she'll be home to stay That's okay, anyway, I'm saying na 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 Anyway, I'm saying na 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 I gotta find my baby I'm saying na 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 Anyway, I'm saying na 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 I gotta find my baby Ooh, anyway. That's awesome. You know that song. I right? love it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Cool. Well, thank you. This was great. I love that song. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, very entertaining, Ryan. (laughs) What the fuck do I know? Anyways, thanks for having me on. Yeah, thank you. And where can people find you? Can they see your schedule and stuff like that? I don't know. I mean, there's uh, you know, there's some dates on entrain.com, e n t r a i n dot com. Um, uh, You post stuff on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. All right. This was fun. Yeah. Don't forget to go to Alyssa Cohen Raw on Instagram. We'll be posting this interview there with a link to YouTube and also on Podbean and on my site, AlyssaCohen.com. Thanks so much. Have a great week. Stay elevated, everyone. <laughs>